Hi there, and welcome to this episode of the Everyday Millionaire Mindset Matters podcast, where I'm joined by my wife, Olympic mental performance coach, Stephanie Hanlon-Francie. In these episodes, Stephanie and I have a conversation about the different aspects of what we refer to as Mindset Matters, because we believe that for those who are awake, we are living in and through the most impactful time in history. Your view of the world is the filter for how you will experience the evolution and changing dynamics of it. Our intention is to provide you with ideas, nutritious food for thought, and some tools that you can use to help you in being your greatest self and living your best life. Listen in. Enjoy. Hey folks, welcome to the Everyday Millionaire Mindset Matters Podcast. Thanks for joining me. Again, I am alone today. My amazing co-host, my amazing wife, Stephanie, still away in China. She's in Shanghai uh, on her way home shortly, but not here today. So it's just me. And uh, her teams, by the way, are crushing it. I spoke with her and uh, she had a great they had a great competition. I think they had six teams, and uh, she was representing Canada, the U.S., etc. Anyway, she and her crew crushed it, so good news. Now, I came off uh, a pretty cool week, including having a really great open discussion call with my shift men's group, and it was just fantastic. You know, we are three or four months into the program, and the guys have really been doing some great work, and it was nice to catch up and have that open dialogue and it's just really fun to see the progress that they're making and it's also a confirmation that the work we do definitely works when you work it and uh, these guys are working it and uh, making some progress so it's really cool to be part of it. Now I want to talk about a couple things in this particular episode and it'll be uh, you know as often I get going down rabbit holes etc but I'll try to stay really focused. So for this episode I was inspired by some quotes that I came across that somebody had posted. And it was a list of 15 quotes that Winston Churchill famously had made. And I was reading and thinking about them. Of those 15, there was three of them that stood out for me. And I thought I would share them with you and then kind of riff off a couple things that showed up for me after doing that. So the first quote that landed for me of the 15 was that success consists of going from failure to failure without loss of enthusiasm. And that one really landed well for me because, you know, many years ago, one of my big blocks was a fear of failure. It was a story I was telling myself, a lot of internal self-talk that I was having, and also external. I would express it with, you know, some close friends or some of my coaches. And it really took me a long time to get past that block. And what I learned along the way is that failure is you know, often the cost of achieving a worthy goal. And I'm sure somebody has a quote for that, which is all to say that like anyone, as much as I hated to fail, I realized that if I wasn't prepared to fail, the goal is likely not worthy of the work it takes to achieve the goal. And I'm reminded often that when we're training or when we're learning or when we're doing anything, if we're going someplace or doing something we've never done before, the chances are pretty good that you're going to have like a whole series of little failures. And, you know, over 
this many years of being in business, I've really come to realize that in business, you have little failures. You have things that work or don't work all of the time. And, you know, obviously we hope that the things we do work out more often than the things we uh, do that don't work out. But ultimately, that fear of failure was something that got in my way. And now I look at it and go, oh, we tried it. We didn't get the result we wanted. That's okay. Let's try it a different way. Understanding that that Failure is necessary to actually learn and to grow. And so I just wanted to share that. That's what that quote landed for me and how it kind of showed up. The next quote was, the price of greatness is responsibility. And, you know, it's so true that over the years of not only knowing a lot of really successful people and individuals in business and in careers and all the rest of it, as well as being on the podcast and speaking with so many people and getting their backstory. You know, the price of greatness is responsibility because achieving big results, making a big difference, it just comes with that. And, you know, responsibility, you know, I say, you know, it comes with a lot of baggage. You know, you've got a team of people, you've got commitments, you've got expectations. And ultimately, success can get very complicated. It can be very complicated. And that comes with responsibility. You know, if you look and perhaps shine a light on, I don't know, pick any you know, any really successful business guy that you may see in the new, I don't know, a Richard Branson or a Tony Robbins, where they have, you know, multi-billion dollar companies, uh, Elon Musk, you know, it comes with a lot of responsibility. And if you scale that down into, you know, those individuals who manage a team, entrepreneurs, entrepreneurs, it can get complicated. But with that, when you build and evolve, it comes with responsibility. So I really like the quote, the price of greatness is in fact responsibility. And then the third one for me was success is not final. Failure is not fatal. It is the courage to continue that counts. And this one really said a lot to me. I've heard it many times before, but my point of these, you know, 15 that somebody put out there was to kind of look at them and and as I read them, these are the ones that showed up for me. And ultimately, 40 years later of being in business, there are many times when I have to generate the courage to operate multiple businesses. And that comes with the previous quote, quote which was, it comes with responsibility. And it also comes with risks. And it even comes with enemies. And I'll talk about that shortly. But it comes with enemies who want to see you go down. They want to see you go down in flames. And it is an interesting world that we live in. And that's just what happens in business. That's also part of the responsibility. And it's all to say that success is not final, or is it a final destination? And failures, which I've had more than I care to think about, it's not fatal. And I'm still here to talk about it and not let pride get in the way of my enthusiasm or my confidence for carrying on because that's what I'm built to do. It's what I want to do. And as much as there are a lot of challenges, I love the learning that goes with it. I love being able to put my shoulder into it and overcome them. You know, it's interesting that also I had a recent podcast that you're going to be getting on The Everyday Millionaire with a brain surgeon, and his name is Dr. Chris Honey. And he's really, you know, like I got from him, he's really competitive. He loves to learn and he loves to face challenges. And I probably 
aren't built that way to the extent that, that he is. And you're going to, if you listen to that podcast, there's a lot in that one. Having these learning, having this learning, these, this, these challenges that face us in business, we just have to have enthusiasm to do it. You have to still believe that it's a worthy outcome. And I happen to in all my businesses. So I'm fortunate in that way. And I love to do it. And I've got a great team of people and I'm constantly learning. But having said all of that, you know, it was been a great week. It's not like this is a, a bad thought process. I'm just sharing with you the thought process that I go through. And but as I watch, you know, there's so many things that are currently unfolding in this world. And it was really the inspiration for this particular podcast a couple of years ago. It really was a week of having to be or finding myself being thoughtful and taking some time to reflect. And I also had that real cool conversation with Dr. Chris Honey, who's that brain surgeon. And it was just a reminder of some different things in my life. But without going down a whole bunch of rabbit holes, it was the, that one of the things that I'm clear on at this point in my life and given what has actually transpired since March 2020, and that's really, uh, to me, was a, a defining moment, I've really come to care far more and even quite deeply about freedom and maintaining that freedom. It was actually one of the many reasons that I wanted to be an entrepreneur, which is often really common uh, when I'm speaking with business owners or real estate investors who are going full-time as an investor, for example. They want freedom. They want the ability to manage their time. So anyone actually who knows me, even as an acquaintance, knows that I believe in what I refer to as being a compassionate capitalist. You know, I really do believe in capitalism. I think that entrepreneurs not just hold space for the many community and social issues in our world, but we can actually be a source of real and even meaningful change. And I passionately believe that entrepreneurship is actually what the world needs the most. We don't need more government. We need creativity. We need entrepreneurship. We need problem solvers. Because in my experience, in working with many entrepreneurs and being an entrepreneur, and you know, many entrepreneurs who are far more successful than I am, my realization is that in reality, entrepreneurs are actual problem solvers. They look at something quite complex generally, they study it, they sometimes simplify it, and ultimately find a way to solve it and monetize it, to scale it, which means they're employing people. They're increasing the velocity of money within the economy. They're paying taxes and they're having an impact on their community and their industry. And ultimately, entrepreneurs can have, and they've proven their ability to solve anything from, I don't know, health and economic issues to environmental and educational issues. You know, you think about the school that Elon Musk created uh, within X, that X environment. And if you haven't looked into that, or if you haven't heard about that, it's off the charts cool. So look into that. And that's the entrepreneurial spirit. And I've been fortunate and have had the opportunity to work with, you know, really many hundreds of solopreneurs and entrepreneurs and 
other business owners. And I do make a distinction between an entrepreneur, a solopreneur, and a business owner, by the way. You know, to me, a business owner is that individual who can walk away from their business and, you know, come back and it's grown. It's become more profitable. The top line's better. It's uh, doing a better job. That's how I look at a business owner. You know, entrepreneurs are more in the trenches doing the work. All uh, That's part of what I'm doing in uh, on the rain side of it. I'm more entrepreneurial in rain than I am in my other businesses where I'm a an absentee owner that watches and supports my business and growing, but I'm not in the trenches every day. And the solopreneurs, you know, those guys that do side hustles, those individuals who do side hustles and uh, that gig economy, if you will. So without going down that path, you know, my personal experience, you know, over this many years is that not always, but quite often the first inspiration of motivation for somebody who's never been an entrepreneur to become one is that, they want to make a lot of money so he or she can have control of their time, buy a bigger house, a fancier car, or you know other material things. I happen to be a phase in my life where I don't want any more material things, to be honest with you. I've built all those things. I've had them, sold them, got rid of them. And you know Stephanie and I are in a phase of our life where we want things to be simpler. I don't want to wash it and share it. I've shared that many times. And so there's nothing wrong. There's absolutely nothing wrong with wanting, of course, to make more money and have those material things and do all of that. But I've come to learn and understand that for me and what I've my observation is there has to be a bigger reason than making more money and buying more stuff. That will get tired really fast when you start to face the headwinds of business and those seasons, if you will, those cycles of business where, yeah, sometimes it's big headwinds. So if we take the time to, I guess, consider what is currently unfolding in the world today, I think that most of you or you would probably agree that the world today is really counting on us to solve some really big problems. And we have to face the reality that the problems are never going to stop coming at us. And you know, I speak from just my own experience when I say that the game of business can be pretty darn daunting at times. And I say the game of business, you know, whether you're an entrepreneur, a business owner, a solopreneur, or even an intrapreneur where you have a team of people and you're managing, supervising, or whatever that might be, it can all be a little bit daunting, can't it? And as any of the stars on, uh, I don't know, Dragon's Den would attest to, you know, the startup graveyard is actually filled with companies that were started up or run by really well-intentioned, even talented people who just weren't prepared to handle the chaos of building a business, uh, reviving a business, which isn't meant in any way as a criticism. The truth is, is that starting a business is just a tough load to haul. It, you know, it takes being pushed to your limits, even beaten down by competition sometimes. You know, you can be ostracized and criticized by friends and even family. And in spite of all of that, you still have to stay true to your mission. You know, you keep telling yourself it's worth it. And by that, I don't just mean that one day or at some point in the future, it will be worth it. I mean, there are actually few days, I think, that entrepreneurs aren't fighting for something. And every day you have to stay open to learn and to grow and stay true to your values and really look at and stay true to your values, becoming your future self or living your future truth. 
and your future self and and then going every day you have the responsibility to guide people on that path to create that vision to support them in being their best and in all of that is more responsibility and the risks of failing that we go through in a hope that we're going to reap the rewards and whether it is for that money or those material things or relevance or perhaps even fame or better how about that your business supports your purpose and your contribution to society of your passion, perhaps for fixing problems or helping others fix problems. Stephanie and I have shared many times is that a lot of what our purpose is and our mission is, why do we do podcasts? Why do we put ourselves out there? Why do we share the things that we share? Because we're trying to make a difference. That really is our purpose, is to support others in being their greatest selves, living their best life. And we try and come from that place and we try and improve and be better and put ourselves out there. Doing this podcast by myself is really hard. Doing a monologue and staying focused is really tough for me. And most people only pay attention to the final product of a successful entrepreneur. It's like the individuals who see the Olympians standing on the podium getting the, you know, that gold medal. You know, those watching them will make a comment along the line of, well, I could never do what they do. And that could be true. And whether that's, you know, I'm talking about a podium or an entrepreneur, or there's another side of it, which I hear all the time, especially in the uh, real estate investing world is, man, are they ever lucky. But what, you know, many don't see is what those entrepreneurs, those athletes had to overcome, you know, the struggles, the rejections, the headaches, the heartaches, and even the occasional betrayal, you know, the the enemy, if you will. There's rumors that go with it. There's criticism. You know, the holy cow, the bank account's looking pretty drained. And, you know, laying in bed at night, you know, the gut burn in the middle of the night while you're trying to make the vision a reality and nothing seems to be working and everybody seems to be against you. This is all a journey of mindset. It is a journey of making sure that you're surrounding yourself with the right people and being reflective and being self, I guess, self-assess and critical, understanding that you are the center of your universe. Your life is a reflection of who you're being. We have these conversations on this podcast all the time. So you see, the only difference between the one who quits and the one who doesn't, I think, is that they show up every day, they work hard every day, they hustle every day, and they've committed to learning and improving every day. If we get complacent in that world, that's where we lose momentum. It's where we lose the opportunity to continue to grow. And most or most entrepreneurs actually keep going, even though there are many days that they feel like quitting. And sometimes you feel like quitting every freaking day. You know, I've often said, I'm just going to sell it all for a dollar. Take it all away. You can have it all for a buck. And that's sometimes just how down it can get, how hard the work is, and you don't feel like you're winning. But eventually, they grow into and we grow into who we are. And in the end, it's your success or even the lack of that will actually speak for itself. And according to your future truth and and every day you have to guide people to be their best in all of that, 
we get to experience the rewards. And often the rewards don't look like money. They look like gratitude. They look like, wow, I got to be a catalyst for the change in that individual's life. Could be your team. And I think that's, for me, really powerful. And that's because that's part of my purpose. This part of Stephanie's purpose is making that difference. I think that in 2024, more than freaking ever before, and I might be wrong about that. That's just how I feel about it. I think it's abundantly clear that the world needs leaders. It needs capitalists. It needs your ideas, your passion, and your heart. You know, that part of it which can make a difference and is committed to making a difference. And yes, you need to monetize that. And yes, you want to make a great living. I'm reminded of a quote Seth Godin once articulated it so well. And, you know, from an entrepreneur, solopreneur kind of point. And I, and I want to be a little bit cautious about that because I think about entrepreneurs or entrepreneurs, like those individuals that are working for other businesses. You know, within my own businesses, I have what I would consider people who are entrepreneurs. You know, they are, they all, they are really committed to the growth of the business. And they're also rewarded for the growth in that business because that is their commitment. But anyways, Seth Godin, you know, once articulated that the feeling that everyone is about or not everyone, everything, <laughs> the feeling that everything is about to fall apart, that panic, which is precisely what growth feels like. You'll want to escape that terrifying feeling as fast as possible. Your brain thinks that your body, body is in danger, and the most important thing is to get rid of that danger, to end the tension. You'll want to run away. That's the critical moment when most people lose. The key is to recognize when you feel that way and to lean even deeper into those moments. And I can say... Without reservation, I've had those moments many times over the past 40 years where I just wanted to run. The pressure was so or felt so high. And so I share that all with you is that when you're looking at whatever might be happening in your life, in your business world, in your entrepreneur world, and your desire to be an entrepreneur, uh, when we see what's going on economically, Many are struggling. Many are facing headwinds. I'm facing headwinds. Everybody's facing headwinds. And I wouldn't say everybody, I'll say most. And so we have to get grounded and know that we're amongst good company. We're not alone. Uh, there's a saying that misery loves company, but forget that. Forget that saying only in that you're not alone. Many are feeling what you're feeling. That's where these quotes come from. This is where a Seth Godin has this recall. And then finally, I want to leave you with this one fundamental thought process that occurred to me in reflection. You know, I often look at the gap, not the gain. And I've come back to gratitude. When I look at the people I follow, the mentors that I have, those that I admire, when I look into my future self and think about who I'm going to be in five years from now, I've shared many times that I really do follow, you know, uh, some people that I admire and I want to adopt those characteristics and those traits. And all of them talk about gratitude, having gratitude. And I realized that in some of my own way of thinking, I was being not 
out loud, like not front facing, having these conversations, but I was feeling like a victim. Now, over the years, I've had people in my life and partners or indirect partners, we'll just say close associations. But after years, they kind of went off the rails a little bit. And I felt like, man, was I ever taken advantage of? Was that not what we agreed to? How could this even happen? And of course, I accept responsibility for it. And I look at it and I go, okay, here's what I could have, should have done differently. And I'll, I'll say, you know, here's the big tip, you know, courageous conversations. Don't back down from courageous conversations. And that would be my learning in all of this over the years. And if I was to share that with anybody, when you're afraid to have that conversation because of what the fallout might be or what you might think their reaction's going to be, you got to put on, I don't give a shit. I got to have this conversation. And then consider how you're going to have the conversation, but don't back down from the conversation. That's one of my lessons, many lessons that I've had. But through it all, as I reflected on it, I realized that I was looking at the negative of those relationships, what was done to me, you know, kind of a victim mentality. And as I thought about it and looked at each of those relationships, and like I say, some of them were many years long, what I got to was gratitude. I realized that in spite of all of the downside, the financial losses, the, I don't know, the pressure, the stress that went along with those breakups, if you will, how much I gained in those relationships. And I don't mean the lessons of the departure, if you will. I mean, in the years of the relationships that I had, how much I learned, how much it actually defined who I am today, those individuals all brought so much to me. And for that, I have a lot of gratitude. I realized that much of what I do, I wouldn't be doing if, if it wasn't for those individuals. And did they get a lot of the relationship? A hundred percent. So, you know, I know I see both sides of it, but I'm not talking about what I brought to the party. I brought a lot to the party. And I also know as I look at those individuals today that a lot of who they are and what they're doing and the success they're having was also built because of their relationship with me. Now, it's all to say this is it's easy when you go through these times of relationships that go away, and especially if they don't go away in a really powerful way, in a positive way, it's easy to get caught up in the downside of it. And I think ultimately, I can always give credit where credit is due in terms of who I am and how I show up today in business and, and in certainly in relationship as well. So today is about looking at the gratitude that I have for all of those seemingly negative relationships that were bigger in my life. And, and I just want to say it out loud is that it was really beneficial for me to take the time to, at least to myself, acknowledge what I got from those relationships. And who knows, you know, maybe I'll reach out and complete with those individuals that were in my life and just acknowledge them, say, you know something, part of what we gained over the years was, and how it ended has got nothing to do with, you know, it's not, it's not all negative. There's lots of gratitude in all of that. 
So I leave it on that. And uh, hopefully this has had some learnings in the podcast of Mindset Matters. Stephanie will be back and I'll look forward to having conversations with her way easier than these monologues. So thanks for listening. I hope it's been helpful. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening. If you found value in the podcast, please take the time to rate and review and share with others, share with your friends, as it is my goal to always improve and to provide the highest value for you, the listener. If you have any comments, suggestions, or questions you'd like answered, please email me at ceo at raincanada.com. That's ceo at reincanada.com. I look forward to hearing from you. And until next time, Patrick out.